The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Profit from the best advice. Collier'sRural.co.nz Through thick and thin, we're standing by your side. Cause it's a matter of faith. We love keeping the faith here on the Country Sport Breakfast and we talk the Mighty One Warriors. Well, they ran out of gas and players in the second half of their annual Anzac Day match against Melbourne Storm last night, going down 30-22 to 22 after leading at numerous times of the match. Joining us on the CSB this morning to look back is New Zealand Herald Rugby League writer and one half of the Rugby League podcast, Michael Burgess. Michael, good morning. Good morning, Brian. Oh, it hurts to talk through that one. That was a tough game, really, and it was tough to criticise the Warriors in a way who, who really did look in control for the first half or first quarter, didn't they? They did. I think I think Warriors fans watching the game would have been, you know, rubbing their eyes in disbelief. I mean, the Warriors had their, their best opening quarter of the season, I would say, um, to score three tries in the first 20, 22 minutes and be up 18-6. The Melbourne Storm had no answer, but the Storm were always, always going to come back. Uh, but certainly, yeah, it was it was a it was a fantastic effort from the Warriors, and as you say, injuries played a played a real part. Uh, and in some ways, that that loss and the manner of the loss will be almost as tough to take as as last year's infamous club record defeat. Yeah, you said the I mean the injury list. I mean losing the likes of Tohu Harris, who that's a big one. I mean, do we know how long these players are going to be out for? We don't, and that's the thing. I think we talked about Torhu a couple of weeks ago, Brian, and how important he is. And yeah, to lose him uh, just before halftime, he was having a, a whale of a game. He was in everything um, and really, really making a difference. So to lose him and then um, Jess Tavanga and Chance Nickel Clockstead, so I'd say three of their more mm. important players. Torhu, we don't know. He wasn't sure at the press conference last night. Uh, he, he seems to think it's he's aggregate, aggravated or re-injured um, the the medial strain in his right knee. I would imagine it's a few weeks. You know, I can't see how yeah. it's not a few weeks. So um, that, that's I think that's the worst outcome out of this game is he'll be a few weeks. Uh, Jazz Tavanga will be a few weeks with that Achilles calf Achilles slash calf problem, and Chance Nickel Clockstead will be at least a week with the HIA. And the encouraging thing, though, for the game last night, as you mentioned, three tries in that first in that first quarter. So, you know, have the Warriors put those those slow starts behind them? Definitely, yeah. I'd say that's a, that's a good point. I'd say it's two two really good starts um, in a row. And the most pleasing thing was, you know, to be fair, in the past the occasion has got to the Warriors on Anzac Day. Yeah. You know, it is it is a prolonged build-up, that 10-minute that ceremony, which is amazing, and it, it's quite hard to deal with. They're playing very late at night. The occasion has seemed to get to them. It didn't last night. You know, they, they, were, the, they were the better team for long periods. They led until, I think, the, the 60th minute. And then I think just the combination of injuries, um, the Storm's big match experience, their quality in the spine, and... And I guess a few pretty kind refereeing calls calls um, mm. did make a difference in that second half. Eleven straight years of playing in Melbourne for the Anzac uh, Test. What are the chances that next year we could have the fixture at Mount Smart here in New Zealand? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I'm just sick of the scenario, Brian. I really am. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's quite traumatic every every year getting up and watch. I mean, staying up and watching this. <laughs> uh, because I'm sure Warriors fans feel the same way because it feels like everything is 
loaded so much in Melbourne's favour. This is the game that the Storm players circle in the calendar. It's such a big deal for them. It's a sellout crowd, you know, so it's pretty hard to go into that line then. Um, in terms of your question, I'd say not too high because with the NRL money talks and TV talks and they mm. love that TV spot at 7pm uh, Australian time. But you never know. It's certainly, it's certainly long overdue, so there could be a way to have the early Anzac game here in Auckland and then the the other one they like to have, which is St George Roosters, have that as the late game. I can't see why not, as you say, after 11 years, yeah. it couldn't be played on this side of the Tasman. Well, let's look ahead to Sunday now, though. Mount Smart, 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon against the Roosters. So how do the boys get the two points, get up after a, a tough match last night? I don't know. That's a thing I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> mentally and physically that would have taken a lot out of them. And, and the biggest issue for me is uh, who are they going to pick? You know, how many players? Yeah. I'm talking about I'm talking about first-choice players. What's their team going to look like? But they did say last night, the coach and captain, that you know, being back at home in front of another big crowd will make a difference. They will get up for it. There's a lot of spirit in this team. And I guess the other thing is that the Roosters also played yesterday. So they've also yeah. got the short turnaround. They've got to travel. Um, but it will be tough. It will, it's certainly not the scenario you want going into a game uh, against the Roosters. Still early days. We're seventh on the table. It's all very, very tight. Michael, we'll talk again soon. Look forward to it, Brian.